welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the show. Remember, this show is for crazy people. People crazy enough to think differently. We don't roll with the crowd. We are not a herd of sheep on this show. Some people call these people sheeple. We are not common. We are not ordinary. We are not average. We go big, baby. We cut against the grain on this show. We're crazy enough to go big and to win. Crazy people discover new worlds. Crazy people invent. Crazy people achieve. And crazy people succeed because we don't listen to the boat anchors in our lives that tell us it cannot be done. We go for it while others watch. We are the gladiators in the arena and refuse to listen to the people in the cheap seats. Are you ready to go with today's topic? Hang on and enjoy the ride. So the question is, how can the coronavirus save lives in 2020? How can the coronavirus save lives well into the future? Is there a silver lining to the corona outbreak? So far, thousands of people and hundreds of thousands of people have been hospitalized because of the influenza virus. Let me say that again. Thousands of people have died this year and hundreds of thousands have been hospitalized during this 2019-2020 flu season. This is according to preliminary estimates from the Centers for Disease Control. From October 1st, 2019 to February 29th, 2020, just a few days ago, 34 to 49 million flu illnesses existed in this country. 16 to 23 million medical visits. Wow. 350 to 620,000 hospitalizations. And get this, 20 to to 52,000 deaths are expected from influenza, the flu, people. Now, you say, so what? So what, John? What's the big deal? With numbers this large, could the coronavirus save lives? That is our focus today. Can something as horrible as the coronavirus actually save lives? Now, look, I'm from the South. We are taught... No, sometimes it's slapped into us to have a firm grip with our obligatory handshake. And my dad would say, look them in the eye and shake their hands firmly. It is cultural. It is woven into me since I was old enough to remember. And do you know how hard it is to break old habits? Over the past decade, I hate to admit this, but I've morphed into somewhat of a bit of a germaphobe. And I keep hand sanitizer in my car and on my desk. And I take note. I notice people that don't wash their hands in the restroom. And frankly, that's pretty nasty. And worse, gentlemen, how in the freaking world do you come out of a stall and not wash your hands after that business? Yes, there are some nasty folks in my office building. To make things worse, I have always suffered from seasonal allergies, and I am a face toucher from way back. 
itchy eyes, runny nose. I cannot stop touching my face. I need some of those infant sock things that mothers put on a new baby's hands to keep them from scratching themselves in the face. So why? Why is there a reason to be somewhat optimistic about the coronavirus? Listen to what the World Health Organization, the WHO, is saying we should do to protect ourselves. They say, wash your hands frequently. Regularly and thoroughly clean your hands with alcohol-based rub or wash them with soap and water. Why? Because washing your hands with soap and water or using alcohol-based hand rub kills viruses that may be on your hands. The next thing they do is say maintain social distancing. That means three feet between yourself and anyone who is coughing or sneezing. Why? Why do they say that? When someone coughs or sneezes, they spray small liquid droplets from their nose or mouth, which may contain the virus. Duh, makes sense. And if you're too close, you can breathe in those droplets, including the dreaded COVID-19 virus, which is what we call the coronavirus. And they say avoid touching eyes, nose, and mouth. Yeah, good luck with that one if you're like me. But why? Hands touch many surfaces and can pick up the virus. Once contaminated, your hands transfer the virus to your eyes, nose, or mouth. From there, it can enter your body and make you sick. Pretty, pretty reasonable, right? And then they also say practice respiratory hygiene. Make sure you and the people around you follow good respiratory hygiene practice. This means covering your mouth and nose with your elbow or soft tissue when you cough or sneeze. Then dispose of the used tissues immediately. Why? Because the droplets spread the virus. By following respiratory practices, you protect people around you from the viruses such as the cold, flu, or coronavirus. And if you have fever, cough, or difficulty breathing, go to the doctor, people. Go to the doctor. Or, you know, stay home if you feel unwell. If you have a fever, cough, or difficulty breathing, you know, call the doctor in advance so that they can know that you're coming. And, and they say, why? Why is this a big deal? Well, national and local authorities will have the most up-to-date information on what's going on in your area, and they can warn you if you may be symptomatic of coronavirus. Now, something else they say is to stay at home if you begin to feel unwell. Even with mild symptoms, such as headache or slightly runny nose, until you recover. Why? Avoiding contact with others and visits to medical facilities will allow these facilities to operate more efficiently and help protect you and others from viruses in general. Listen, folks, listen. If we can get part of the population to do some of these things, fewer people will die of the regular flu. And I love it that social norms like handshakes can be broken without it feeling, well, weird. And I'm, I'm trying the fist bump instead of handshaking. And the reason I said trying is that I still slip and shake when others offer me a hand. It's just habitual. I believe that we are all more aware of our hygiene habits and we are making adjustments. People are cleaning airplane seats on their own more often. People are washing their hands more often, I hope. People are using hand sanitizer more often. Bosses are finally, finally encouraging sick people 
to stay home and really mean at this time. More people are being encouraged to work from home when they can. We are seeing a shift in social norms, in societal norms. These shifts will expose less people to the flu that kills many, many people each year. Fewer people are going to die from the influenza virus. And I'm not making light of COVID-19. That's the fancy word for the coronavirus. It is a serious thing. It is a serious thing. And we don't know how bad this will get. Most experts are saying that young and healthy people need not be too concerned. And we all have people in our lives that are going to be at risk for corona. However, this is the big however, if we can make some real changes to our habits, millions of people will be saved in the future from the flu. Maybe the next scary virus will kill fewer people too. And who knows? Who knows? People might find Corona beer on sale once in a while. Looking at the positive in something is a choice. We can allow fear and worry and we can wallow in it. Or we can choose to be optimistic. I choose positivity. Share this podcast with the worriers in your life. Go crazy with positivity. Until next time.